Hello and welcome back to a very special episode, the 10th episode of the True Blue Sport Podcast. Wow. What well up, mate? Wow. 10 yeah. episodes. Bravo. Bravo, James. It's great stuff. It's been it's been a pleasure. It has been. And this is actually the last episode ever. So yes. Ever. Is, yep. Ever. It's never happening again. Never coming back. Let it sink in. Think about <laughs> it. Never again. No, how are you, mate? You been good? Yeah, I've been good, mate. You been good? Been yeah. well? Busy morning, but... Busy morning? Back. Yeah. Busy on morning. On the grind? On the grind, well. <laughs> Making some cash. Yeah, that's right. Making some money. Yeah. How are you, mate? Um, well, well, it's very hot. Yeah, it is hot. It's, it's yeah, a nice yeah. change, though. Cause 35 degree day where we are, so... Yeah, it's been raining the great. last couple of days, too. Yeah. And now it's just back to sun beaming mm. down on, on the back of your neck. Yeah, I haven't really experienced it this summer. It's usually been... Like UV rays, UV rays just punching through your skin. Yeah, I'm on being at the beach right now. Tell you that. Hey, what are you trying to say? Is my company not good enough for it? No. Let's go record at the beach. I'm no beach. I'm not on the beach. Recording it at Newcastle Beach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll have an open sit down. You can come. You can come join. Yeah, you can come come join and get on live show. Share share your opinion. Just no sporty sporty band. Yeah. Everyone else welcome to come by and sit down. But that's right. Righto. Straight into the latest major news this week. Oh, you want me to go? There you start. I just want to start by, we had to say goodbye to a very dear rugby league legend. I mean, obviously I wasn't alive to see him play at all, but big Johnny Raper died at the age of 82, uh, an immortal, and most importantly was part of the Dragons' 11 back-to-back premierships. Mm. Spanning from like what, like fifty nine to nineteen fifty six to nineteen sixty six. Yeah, there you go. And he he won eight back to back. He won eight back to back. More importantly, with the red V. Mm. What I had regarded as one of the best lock seven. Some even regard him as the best player ever. So yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a sad day for rugby league. It is. It, it was a very sad day for rugby league. And again, like obviously we were nowhere near seeing him play. But yeah, exactly. It's an he's an immortal. Yeah, exactly. You know, he obviously meant a lot to the game. Mm. Apparently, he was a very great personality, very great bloke to have around. Yep. Uh, very great bloke to have around. And I'm guessing, yeah, he was just a lock lock forward in that in that time. He would have just been a menace. I'm assuming just a mongrel. Yeah, there's no the doubt he was a he was a beast back in the day. So, yeah. so yeah, rest rest in peace. Rest to in peace, Johnny Raper. Rest in peace. On to other news: Harley Smith Shields and Sean Bloor have both suffered ACL injuries. Harley Smith Shields is out for the season, and mm. Sean Bloor is not any news for how long. But those are some unfortunate losses for yeah. both clubs and yeah. for the players. Very, you know, you've got to feel bad for him. Well, I blame you. Why? For Smith Shields. Yeah. You're all over I him. him didn't You're I? all over him in the Outside Backs podcast. Yeah. Saying it. how good he is, and you're ready to see him play this season, and now he's come out and he's. Yeah, I guess I'm not watching this season anymore. Snapped his leg in half. Even Sean Bloor is a good, great young player, you know. Yeah, yeah. Very unfortunate, but great. I guess well, it was great for Supercoach too. Was that? Well, it didn't end up being great for Supercoach, but last season, you remember, everyone was jumping on him. Sean Bloor. Yeah, mm. everyone was jumping on him at the start of last yeah. season. I mean, he didn't end up being great, but yeah. he was he was one of the buys. One mm. of the buys of the was supposed to be one of the buys of the season. Yeah, at the didn't start turn of last out very season. well. I think he injured his hand. So poor bloke, injury yeah, injury prone. He was um, I think I heard the other day that he was the New South Wales captain of under-18s. And okay. the year before that, it was Payne Haas. And the year before that, it was Keir Murray. So wow. He's in... Wow. Yeah, he must have been... It's a good stat. Yeah. He must have been pretty good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Must have been very he good. He haven't, we haven't been able to see him blossom yet, but obviously he's a great player. And, you know, maybe when he doesn't suffer all these injuries, he can become, 
You know, how old is he? The Tigers. Do you know how old he is? Oh, he's only about 22 or 21. Yeah. He's still young, obviously. So is Harley Smith Shields. But yeah, like, just imagine going through all that pre season. Yeah. And then, like, getting getting injured, like, four weeks before. Getting so All that for just an injury to rule you out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Jeez, a bit painful. Anyway, also, Josh Schuster will reportedly miss up to the first six weeks of the season after suffering an ankle injury at training. I believe it was that syndesmosis that everyone talks about, you know, that happens to some of the players. I think it's um, sort of like the back of the ankle. So Ooh, physio. Yeah, we got ourselves a physio, Jimmy. No, I'm not a physio. Jimmy's just a physio. He did. No. Good. Yeah, I study physio. At uni. You got 107 on, on your ATAR. Yeah, a physio 107. Um, not bad, eh? No, that, that is sad because Josh Schuster's really good. I'm a big, big, big fan of Josh Schuster. Yeah. Um, a very, very, obviously very crafty second row, one of the modern age, you may say. He's got good with the ball in his hand and also gets in and get the job done. Yeah. So it is it is sad to see a boy like that. He wasn't, there was talk of him getting his crack in the halves this season if Foran went, mm. Foran stayed, so he wasn't going to get his crack in the halves probably. But still, you know, Even sad. the second row, he's just an absolute beast. Yep. Sad yeah. to see him. Sad injured. day for those youngsters. Hopefully they will be back and better. Yeah, soon. exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Paulo and Gutho have been named as the co-captains for the Mighty Eels. I'll let you speak about one before I give my great opinion about this great choice. Well, I just think that Gutho is a born leader on the oh, NRL mate. field. That's that's you what he is. You can't get a better leader than King, King Gutho. He's a, he's a leader out there, and with the big scary man that is Junior Paulo. Uh, running out beside him as the two captains, you know, you've got your enforcer up the front in Paulo, who will mm. be able to keep the, you know, the forwards Falls in, in check and everything like that. And then you've got the bloke who is, in my opinion, undoubtedly should be the captain, if like one of the captains at least, if you know what I mean. Gutho at the back, he's going to be either way. He's going to be leading, but you know, it's it's good that him. Because like, wait, was it who was it last year? Was it Campbell Gillard? What captain? Yeah, no, it was just Gutho. Just okay, yeah. so okay. It's, yeah. I think it's like the I first time in a while we've got co-captains, which I, I like I it because from. yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Gutho, yeah, one of the big fan, big better fan captains in your comp, you could say. Yeah, yeah, I would, I and, would say. Yeah, you know, it's good to have Paulo there just to, you know, maybe yeah, not help Gutho, but give him, you know, a bit of a break in a way, give him a bit of yeah, a bit of pressure off him. Yeah, like his last year saw him blowing up a couple of times. You know, maybe Paulo can just let him have, you know, stay loose a bit and. Well, and everyone's going to listen to Paulo. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, everyone, yeah. you're not going to say no to him, yeah. are you? So, yeah, it's good to have him, you know, in a different position as well, yep. up the front. Yep. He can, you know, take care of the big boys and Gartho can take care of the back. So, yep. I think it's a good decision. Um, Reese Walsh is reportedly not happy at the Warriors and is wanting to return to Queensland next year, which opens up, you know, maybe a Dolphins. Yeah, but the Dolphins are going, you know. The Dolphins are... Yeah. Wayne has... I think it was Wayne who said they're just a bit... Bit eh. Yeah, I think he said that they haven't, you know, yeah. talked about it at all. So, no. you know, obviously, no one has said the Dolphins and Broncos are interested. They've, they're saying that Reese Walsh wants to leave. So, wants to go back yeah, there to which, Queensland. You know, nine year old, absolute gun, wanted to go back to Queensland where he's from, or go back to the Warriors in the cold rain. Yeah. You know, what are you choosing? Well, it's just. Personally, I'm 100% going back to Queensland, but. Well,. The the thing with the going back to Queensland is the Broncos already have quite a good array of young young people who can play fullback yeah. in something like, you know, Tessie New and Cobbo as well, mm. just to name two. And then 
like with the the Dolphins, you know, Wayne's not going to have any of his carrying on. Yeah. You know, like I think like the the behavioural issues that he has and what seems like he's learned from, hmm. I don't think Wayne would be too keen to have that at all. He'd have to prove that he's got all that kind of stuff out of his system um, before Wayne even looks at him, I, in my opinion. but Yeah, I agree. I reckon if anything, he'll go to the Broncos. Yeah, and I think there's a good chance he will. Yeah. Like like you said, they obviously got Tessie New, Cobo, but I'd say he's better than him. Yeah, at yeah, the moment. yeah. But he can yeah. also could play six with Reynolds. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That's pretty tempting. Yeah, pretty nice link up there. So yeah, I think I think he will go back personally. But at the end of the day, Warriors have lashed out and said that they will not let him go. So it's... I mean, at the end of the day, currently force him to stay. So. Well, I mean, wait and see, I guess. You can, if he's on contract, you can force him to stay. You just can't force him to yeah. play. I don't mm. think like he can just go. No, I'm not. I don't want to turn up with trainer. Yeah, I'm like not, he's I'm not obviously do been it. in Australia for the past what two years. Our Warriors have stayed in Australia, so yeah. he hasn't experienced what it's like over in New Zealand. I've never been there, so I don't know either. But we'll wait and see about that. Um, also, the NRL are tr- trialing exciting new forward pass technology in the trial matches and the game this weekend. All star match. What? So what's what? Actually, maybe not all star match. I think it's NRL women. No. What do you What do you mean? Apparently, there's some technology where they're gonna be able to see if the ball actually goes forward or not. Like on the ball. No, I don't know how exactly they're doing it. I just there's news that like it's got to be like it might be like a some ch- a camera over the top. Yeah, that's of the field. That's what I always something. thought. They should have a camera on the side of the field that just follows the ball. I don't know how they do it, but well, I feel like that'd be the. I think on top would be better. Because if you think the camera following on the side would still like it'd be hard to be completely in line. Yeah, I just thought because it'd be easier to get a camera on the side than a top on top. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Just get a drone out there. You're right, but like on top, you could see the path of the ball. Yeah, it'd obviously be better, but that'd be much harder, I'd say. Well, I like, but when you say like, because I, I haven't seen this or read about this. Yeah. This is all you, but like when you say you know technology. It sounds like there's going to be something yeah, with the ball. Yeah, that's it. Probably will be because I can't imagine they're going to get have cameras ready, just going up and down sidelines or above, like a drone. Yeah, like, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if they can alter an NRL ball yeah. like to play. Like, I obviously, mean, it's going to add. Even if it's minuscule, no, these days you probably could, but even if it's minuscule, it's going to add like a little bit of weight to one side of the ball. Say, which you chuck know, it right in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of the bladder. Yeah. It's going to be moving it's going to around float, with the air. Float in the air. It's, yeah, it's a zero know. gravity chamber it's a, in it's the middle. new technology, so, you know. Yeah, look, I, I've, I've never no heard idea. of this technology. I've so no idea. We, we could, yeah, just be completely mm. off. But what do you think about it? I, I like it. You know, there was a, I forget what game it was, but there was a questionable game-winning try. I think it was Manly last Eels year. Against, was it Eels? Yeah, Eels. <laughs> against, I think it was last year, The maybe it was Eels against the Warriors or Manly. I think I, yeah. I, for some Eels reason I feel like there was no, but I, for some reason I feel like there was one with that involved Garrick or something. Yeah, and it was, was yeah against Eels. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Turbo yeah. to Garrick and Pranus forward. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it was and it looked like it looked yeah. sketchy. Yeah, it yeah. looked sketchy. It did, and and even on the replays, like people going back on that was a forward pass. Like so, in that instance, it's gonna it'd be good for that, but you know. Um, I, the amount of forward passes yeah, that get let go, yeah, like, yeah. could that make the game yeah. slow? Yeah. You know, they're trying to speed it up. You know, that could make it ridiculously slow based off, you know, some of the forward passes that let go, especially from dummy half. I wonder if they'll make it, if it pings it as forward, you have to blow it. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, I reckon. 
you know what I mean? Forward, no? He's gonna have to blow it. Yeah, but like the refs, like the refs would maybe you know see a full a little a, a little yeah. a little flat maybe forward pass. What's I mean? You know how they say it forward out of the hands, floating back or whatever. Yeah. Like or oh, no, backwards out of the hands. Backwards out of the hands, floats forwards. Like I don't know how that's gonna work, but. Who knows? Who, you know, who knows? Who knows? Who yeah. knows? It, it'll be, it'll is, be cool to see. That's also wait and see. It also is a bit dangerous. They're, they're bringing so much new technology into the game, yeah. but that's okay. I don't know about it, honestly. Yeah. I feel like we'd have to wait and see what it is, but I don't, I don't reckon you, I don't reckon you go forward with it. I just reckon there'd be too much issues well, next, with it. You know, next thing you know, they'll be putting frigging sensors on jerseys <laughs> to see if it's a head-eye tackle, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. It, as long as it doesn't go down too much of a, yeah, I think a dark slightly, path mm. like that, like... it. it it, I'm okay. I guess I'm okay with a forward pass one because it did decide a game or two last year. Yeah. But I don't. I didn't think it was an overly big issue. Mm. Actually, my dad always calls passes forward. Really? Yeah. Yeah. When we're like watching Steve. the footy at home, he's like, "That was forward." Yeah. That was forward. It looks different yeah. on TV. Yeah. So I don't know. That that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Mm. It will be. Anyway. The big game, the All Stars this week. Get it's good excited. to have footy back. Get keen, right? Oh, we um we're gonna review each team, give the game a bit of a preview, have our thoughts. We're also gonna have a name our winner, a score prediction, man in the match, and we've also got a multi for those punters out there. The, the punters, big punters, the punters, and, and the dribblers, you know, and the dribblers, and the dribblers. Yeah, you know, shout out, hello sport. <laughs> yes, the goats, the gods, the goats. Okay, the Indigenous All Stars. At fullback, Will Kedeny on the wings, Hemisai Tabuifido and Josh Adokar. In the centres, Jesse Ramian and Brent Naden. In the halves, Nico Hines and Braden Trindle. Up front, you've got Ryan James and Andrew Fafida with Ruben Cotter at the nine. Uh, David Fafida and Tyrell Fui-Mayanu in the second row. Josh Caron at lock. And on the bench, you've got Albert Kelly, Will Smith, Jermaine Tanul-Brown, Josh Kerr, Selwyn Cobbo, Tyrell Sloan, your man, and Shakae Mitchell, the brother of... The great Latrell, Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Well, so first we'll talk about the Indigenous, Indigenous All-Stars team. You know, pretty good. Yeah, it looks really good, I think. Obviously, a few players are missing out. Yeah. You know, Cody Walker, Jack White, and some guns, but... Latrell. Yeah, Latrell. Um, oh, well, we don't get into it, but still got awful. Something I find we, interesting about this team is Will Kennedy, Nico Hines, and Braden Trindle in the spine. The Sharkies. The Sharky spine. Yeah. Well, potential. Yeah, potential. As, you know, Craig Fitzgibbon... Um, said that on another podcast, um, if uh, Trindle goes off this weekend, he will probably be the Sharks in the Sharks' house pairing with um, Nico Hines, but apparently Moylan is a front runner at the moment. Oh, I don't like that. So I don't think I don't think it's fair to give him one game. Yeah. The trials yeah. are coming up, you know, I think you're running Yeah, you're probably obviously doing the trials well, but if he goes off I think he's gonna consider it more apparently Moylan's a front runner. I think he should be heavily considered over Moylan to start with Hines. Mm. That, that's my piece. But anyway, the, yeah. the Indigenous All-Stars team is, looks, yeah, looks good. I don't think they'll be beaten. Mm. Big Josh Adokar, the captain, on the wing. Big game for him. Yeah, Big well, moments. I think he's going at the man you absolutely despise, Morgan Harper. Because <laughs> I think he's playing on the wing, isn't he? Yeah, he I is. think. Josh Adokar, five tries. Put your money on One Harper. <laughs> you got called out. You got called out. Yeah, and then I corrected it. You got called out. Well, you... Yeah. Maybe I was a bit harsh on Morgan Harper for any Morgan Harper lovers out there. But Holy <coughs> ladder. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh yeah, well a bloke just called you out on you might need to educate Jimmy because yeah. he made apparently Morgan Harper had the most tackles at centre last year 
and one of the high. I think I think he said one of the highest tackle efficiencies, which you prove wrong. But I, yeah. I think that's what he said. I anyway, think we won't talk too much into that. Maybe I was a bit harsh on Morgan Harper. But yeah, personally, I just, he's not my favourite player. That's yep. what I have to say. Yep. Um, Ruben Collar at nine. That, that'll be good to watch. You know, he's probably going to play 13 at uh, the Cowboys. Cowboys. But, yeah, we'll just see him, him, him this season in the middle. Like, I, I'm just excited to see him in the middle this weekend. Yep. And obviously, that's where he usually plays anyway, but... If he can, if you know, Lola goes to uh, like prop, like front row, um, and Cotter moves into the thirteen, it'll, it'll just be interesting to see how he attacks this weekend. Yeah. If he's expecting to come in at thirteen, maybe he'll have a couple more hit ups yeah. um, this this weekend, and just maybe try and get in ta- in touch with the thirteen position a little bit more. Even though he is playing hooker, yeah, maybe just run the ball a little bit more and have a good good crack at a tackle and everything like yep. that. So I'm I'm keen to see Ruben Cotter because again this isn't the Supercoach podcast but yeah. heavily considered for Supercoach. Very. So that'll Even be good to watch. Josh Curran named at 13. That'll be good to see. Love you know, him. Um, he played on the edge for the Warriors, but reportedly he's going to start for the Warriors at 13. So that'll be good. Yep. Um, Andrew Fafita in the front row, coming off a very serious and almost deadly yeah. uh, throat, something to do with his throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't breathe did, or something for a while. Did so. He get like- no, he didn't get stepped uh, on. No, he got hit or something in the throat. Yeah. He was in a coma. That's right. Was he? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. And he like probably yeah. was like, so, yeah, had to like tweet know. out and say that he's going to be yeah. okay. It's and interesting seeing him start. Really like, oh, it was well, pretty bad. I mean, obviously, he he's thinks he's healthy. Back, yeah. So that'd be interesting to see. You know, Hemisaw on the wing, that'll be good. Uh, Jesse Raymond. Bit he's of a gun. good, he's yeah. Gun. Yep. Uh, Naden. Yeah, good Good to see Hines. Um, obviously, that link up with Kennedy, that'll be good to see. Yep. And, uh, you know, a couple of young guns on the bench, Cobbo, Sloan, that'd be good. Well, that's interchange. Yeah, no, they're all, there's more players on the bench. Oh, is it? Yeah. So they'll is have, it changed? That's mad. I, so like they'll have, I didn't what, know that. seven players on the bench. That's sick. I'm pretty sure. Because I, like, I looked at it and I was, like, sure, yeah. I was like, oh, damn, Tyrell Sloan, maybe yeah, no, probably not going to get a crack. run. That's why like, that's Shaquille Mitchell, like. Aaron was talking about him because he's like... So, that, yeah, okay, yeah, makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Sorry. So yeah, no. that'll be good. Um, That's the Indigenous and All-Stars. Moving on to the Maldives. Righto. Jordan Rapana at fullback. Morgan Harper and Patrick Herbert on the wings. Oh, I don't Dylan like Walker that. and Remus Smith in the centres. Uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita and Cody Nikarima, the Warriors, uh, potentially backup halves. Yep. Um, in the halves. Aaron Clark at nine. Uh, Fisher-Harris and Joseph Tapine in the front row. Very good front row there. I reckon the Mary's pack is probably better, Yeah, I think. Kenny yep. Bromwich and Britton Nakora on the edges and Jazz Tavanga at lock. And on the bench, you've got SN Masters, Royce Hunt, TC Rabati, Kevin Proctor, Jay Nikarima, Wiramu Grieg, and Tuku Ha Tapua. Yeah. Big oh. Wiramu Grieg. Wiramu Grieg. You get to see him play this week. You know, I was talking about him last week. You, were, you were talking about him last week. Big man. Wait and see. He's a gun. What did you say? He's like the third heaviest or something. Yeah, I think so. He's like 120 kilos. Maybe he's lost a few kegs lately, but yeah, yeah. he's a big man. Um, well, that's, um, you know, the multi-teams, it's, it's good. It's good not as pack. good for Maybe me. Maybe the backs No, the backs lacking great. heavily. Backs lacking heavily. Um, one thing I will be excited to see is Aaron Clark. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm excited to see Aaron Clark just because... He has been copping a bit of stick, and if he can, you know, maybe turn it around at the Titans this season, it'd be great for him. I don't really know a lot about him, unfortunately, but it'd yep. be good for him. And then you've got that Nicarima, Chanel, Harris, Tavita uh, link up 
as well, which will be great to see because I'm a big, big fan of Harris Tevita. Yeah, he's a beast, I'm eh? a big fan of him. Um, I was kind of hoping one of them would run the nine at the Warriors mm. this year, but Wade Egan is... Yeah, good to see Harris Tevita in these tough in yeah. tackle. Yeah. You know, Wade Egan's good, but I think Harris Tevita would probably be the backup. Well, yeah, he's just got... Harris I think he'll play 14. Got a lot more flair. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's... That'll be good, but... Yeah, Rapana at the back. You know, he played a couple games fullback for the Raiders last year, and he he went off. Yeah. He went really good there. Uh, you know, Jazz Tavanga at lock as well. So, Tavanga versus Curran. Tavanga versus Curran. You know, could that decide the third end role? Probably definitely going to be Curran anyway, but, you know, yeah. Tavanga's trying to prove him wrong, smash him, you know. I'd love to see it. It'd be good to see him in the fight. I'd love to there. see it, yeah. Um, SM Masters gets a bench spot. Um, you know, like I said, the Tigers, he was a gun, so. Yep. Hopefully he can get back to his best. Um, Britt Nakora, apparently Britt Nakora. Nico Hines uh, had an interview or a podcast, and he said, who has impressed you the most at the Sharks so far? And he said, Britt Nakora. Really? Yeah. Apparently really? he said he's like, for his size and like, you know, apparently he's heap, like heap skillful. We saw that in his rookie year, but yeah, apparently he reckons he's in for a big season, so super coach is listening. How much is it? Britt Nakora. Uh, maybe 400 to 500, but... Yeah. Yeah, like I said, in his rookie, he was really yeah. good on Supercoach. So, yeah. Supercoaches, take note there. Um, yeah, Joseph Pine, Fish Harris, great front row there. Awesome, awesome. That'll be a good battle with the um, Ryan James and Andrew Feeder. Um, Dylan Walker gets a centre spot with Ream Smith. No, I'm not a fan. Yeah, that's what I reckon they'll be lacking in this game. I reckon the edges of the Outside backs. Indigenous is going to carve them up. Absolutely. But, anyway... Those are the teams for Big the All-Star match out. this week. Get excited. It's going to be yeah. good. But, Eddie, I've got a question for you. Yep. Who is winning? Well, I said I said just before, big respect to the Maldi team. Um, I just see the Indigenous as being too good. I've got them somewhere between 10 and 14 point win, personally. Okay. I Do you think have a prediction of the score? Or a prediction is, I'll say... 10 to 14 point win. I had I had written down twenty four to ten, Indigenous. But after hearing that, the wrestle in the middle will be really good. Maybe even go a little bit in favour of the Maldives. Um Indigenous will just you know be able to put a bit a few more points on. I feel so. Maybe I, I might reduce it. Yeah, to maybe like a twenty two eight or something like that. I just list, listening to that there, but somewhere floating around the twty four to ten. About a 14, 14 point to 10 point victory yeah. for me for the Indigenous. Right, I've got the Indigenous also as well. But after looking at those teams this morning, I was having a bit of a closer look and I was honestly thinking the Maoris, but I've got the Indigenous just. Yeah. yeah. So at the moment, I've got 24 16. Yeah. So, you know, a try yeah. or two. But honestly, I reckon it could be close. And I reckon even the Maoris could get over them. It's going to be a very tough game, I reckon. Yep. Um, man of the match. I went for. I wouldn't say left of field necessarily, but I want Josh Curran. Yep, fair enough. In the in the middle, he's going to get really involved. I yep. reckon um, he'll he'll just be in everything. He'll Orig- be yep. he'll be in everything. I originally had David Feeder, but I've moved to Nico Hines. I just reckon he's going to lead this team. Yeah, because he's going to have a great game. Because Nicholas Nicholas the, Hines. It's the, the the Preston Campbell medal, obviously. Yeah, and isn't it like fan voted or something? Um, I, th- sure. I think I think it is. I think I read it? somewhere that it's maybe viewer voted. Yeah, right. Potentially. Don't quote me on it. Please don't quote me on it. I could be absolutely wrong in, yeah, on so many levels. You might be right, yeah. But it, I think for some reason, mm. I feel like I read somewhere that it's fan voted. Well, anyway, both both those players are good 
pretty popular with the yep. fans, so we could be right there. Uh, you got a tip? Well, I just I just went um, Indigenous minus nine point five on the line, so that means they're going to win by ten or more. Yep. And then I had Fafita and Adokar to score. I think Adokar attack and Harper would be, as you said, pretty good. And he's I don't know, I forget who's inside uh, Harper. I think it might be Dylan Walker yep, on that side. Easily. So I feel like they'll have a crack at that side, especially with Adokar, the skipper, and then Fafita, you know, just anywhere within seven metres of the line probably won't be stopped at least once in the game. And that's, for me, at 5.25 odds, I think that's something pretty good that, you know, you could just throw 10, 15 bucks pounds on there, it. you know. Yeah, that's good. All right, I've got similar Indigenous All-Stars to win, Dave Fafita to score any time, but I've also got Nico Hines to score any time. Yeah. And that's at 8.25. So, yeah. Pretty decent. Chuck five on that, you know. Yep. Not bad. Two, two, two pretty good multis, yep. I think. Anyway, that's going to be a good game this week. Righto. On to the True Blue Sports rankings. Let's go. Once again. Final. Three out of Last three. week we did the forwards. Week four we did the backs. This week we're doing the spines. Make sure you go listen to them if you haven't already. At the end of this rankings, we are going to uh, do the total rankings of the spines, forwards, and backs. So we're going to... Add the three uh, scores for each team, yep. and then divide by three, get the average, and that will be the squad's rankings the according squad's rankings, to us. Yeah. True Blue Sport. And we didn't calculate this like when we were doing, like we finished today's team's yep. like spine and then went back. And calculated all the scores. Like we didn't like use today to manipulate how their overall yeah, exactly. squad is. Like the numbers that we got from this are just not up to us. Well, yeah. I mean, they are up to us, but we didn't fudge them today. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. So, so that's... That is going to be good, and we we think it come out pretty well. Yeah, I reckon it's we know, think pretty it spot out, on, honestly. Come out pretty well. Maybe a couple. Yeah, we've done pretty harsh, but you who know. who was it this week that released their forward pack rankings? Was it Fox? Yeah, and it was very different to ours, it but they included hookers. They we included didn't. Hookers. We we didn't want to overlap hookers. And with I don't the think spine they included depth either. And the forward pack. Yeah, we just wanted to we just wanted to have each player in there once. Yeah. So, so obviously everyone has their own opinion. Sorry if your team is low. Sorry, not sorry. Yes, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, we're not sorry, but we are sorry. Righto. To begin, the Melbourne Storm oh, is at number mate. one. And this is the highest score we've had throughout this series or this segment. Respect it. Like, have to respect 9.7 out of 10. Almost a perfect 10. Ryan Pappenhausen isn't at fullback. Arguably, well, he is top three fullback in the top, comp. Yeah, he is top three fullback in the Cameron comp. Cameron Munster and Harry Grant, probably the best players in their position in, in their, their, yeah, in their in respective the positions, yep. And Jerome Hughes is probably top three in the comp. So. Yep. You know, when you look at that spine, you can't really improve it unless you chuck in a Cleary, a Turbo. Well, the way you know. the way that I was talking to you about it is I can see four potential improvements that I would make to this spine. Yep. And I had, you know, Teddy or Turbo over Pap and probably Keary or Cleary over Hughes. Yep. But, like, in saying that, the players that are there are still so good. Yeah, exactly. And like, we're also taking into consideration, you know, their experience – their yeah. time together as yeah. players in that team. So, obviously, the games they've played together, you know, just as a spine, you've got to take those things into consideration. Yep. So, we have done that. Uh, in the For their depth, they've got Nick Meany at fullback, who we named in the outside backs last week. Uh, you've got Cooper Johns, Tyron Wisher, and Jonah Pizet in the halves. And at hooky, you've got Brendan Smith, who we named in the forward pack. And you've also got Jade Nicarima. So, not bad depth there, a couple of young blokes. Yeah. But, you know, when you've got that spine... Oh, yeah. You if I think an injury, you don't really need yeah. that depth, do you? Well, you don't at yeah, all. exactly. Flat out with, with Cheese probably playing at lock with the loss of Dale Finucane this year, it's um, likely that Harry Grant will have quite an increase in yeah. minutes as well. So it's 
I think that spine is set in stone yep. and it deserves to be a 9.7. Great spine. All right, on to number two. The Penrith Panthers with a 9.3 out of 10, 0.4 below the Melbourne Storm. I'm also saying that that's probably the biggest one, like one, you know, drop change we've had. Yeah, definitely. In the whole definitely thing. Is. De- point 0.4. Besides that, was maybe 0.2, but yeah, 0.4. You know, that Storm's spine is just out of this world. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the Panthers are 9.3 out of 10. At number two, you got Dylan Edwards, uh, Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary, and Appa Sykorosau. So, you know. You know, yeah, it's got it. It's it just a very, there. very, very good spine. Well, we just clear, Cleary and Luai is just you know, unbelievable. I'd be the best pairing yeah. in the halves in the comp. Yeah. Well, I'd say I would probably go as far as saying it is. Yeah. Halves-wise, yep. I would say it is probably the best halves pairing in the comp. Coruscant still a gun. Dylan Edwards... Incredibly solid and underrated. Underrated, very, very underrated. I think he's really good, and I think he'll show that this year. Uh, very safe, and also is creative as well. And but doesn't really need to be overly creative when you've got Luai and Cleary um, playing in the halves. So yeah, exactly. For me, that's is very, very balanced and very overpowered. Yeah, as um, a nine point three. Yeah, very good. Also note that I uh, got these stats off the website, so they actually don't have a fullback. Um, besides Dylan Edwards, apparently, but obviously center wings can move into Crawford there. Stains. Yeah, so we're just gonna, we have a no one there at the moment, but obviously, yeah, every center wing can pretty much play fullback. So, um, in the halves, you got Jamin Sal- Salmon, uh, Sean O'Sullivan, and Kurt Falls, and at hooky, you got Mitch Kenny. So, pretty good depth. Mitch Kenny, really good. I like Mitch Kenny. Yep. Um, who else? Sean O'Sullivan. Sean O'Sullivan. Yeah. Strong as well. Jamin Salmon, you know him? No. From the Eels. No. Not bad. I swear, everyone's from the freaking Eels nowadays, man. Oh, <laughs> nah, yeah. It's just because I know he, he was at the Eels, you know. He was at the Eels. He was at the Eels. We let him go. It's not we'll a great thing. Go. I mean, we're letting everyone go. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a bad thing. It's a bad <laughs> right, thing. Uh, at number three, the Sydney Roosters with a 9 out of 10, so 0.3 below the Panthers. You know, obviously this got Teddy. a big change. Arguably the best fullback in the comp. Luke Keary. <laughs> arguably one of the best fullbacks of all time, actually. Who? Luke, Teddy? Yeah. Well, mate, he's, he's the best player in the world at the moment, so. <laughs> Luke Keary. You know, absolute beast. One of the, probably top three uh, cars in the comp. I love Luke Keery. But, you know, you've got Sam Walker, who's, like we said, we're noting the age, all that stuff like that. He's just a bit a young, bit, just a bit, bit raw. Green, bit green. Connor Watson, new to the club, you know. Is he playing nine? We don't know. He probably will, but it's a wait and see there. So, you know, I think it's a great spine. It's it just needs time yeah. for Walker to sort of mould into that role as a leading halfback around that other three players. And Watson obviously... Is brand new to the team, so. Well, I just think that on on paper it's obviously very good, but I think they'll perform better than a nine. That's just where we've got them, and that's I'm absolutely okay with that. But the way that Robbo will probably do it is he'll just have free roam. Yeah. Um, he'll have Teddy, you know, storming down either side, and he won't. I don't think you'll have Walker or Kiri uh, pinned to a certain position. I just think that he'll allow Kiri to lead. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe dish one out the back to Walker and walk one of his famous Albert Bridge passes. I just think that it'll be a lot of a lot of free roam and a lot of freedom for Kiri and then probably Walker will work around that a little bit. Yeah, that's a good point because, you know, you've got Connor Watson as well who's yeah. big utility, so he can yeah. pretty much play anywhere. Yeah. He's very versatile. Uh, you know, Sam Walker and Luke Kiri, you can't really you can't really say who the halfback is there like. Yeah, well, that's... They're just, halves they're not really a halfback and a five they're just halves that's so. the thing it'll just be Kiri for me Kiri steps up and yeah. he has the yeah, most definitely. the most freedom in the middle out of nearly everyone in the comp yeah. he'll just be allowed to do what he wants which is great and then you know 
if, if there's, you know, maybe nothing on or Kiri's just had a crack, then, you know, give it to young Sammy Walker, who we saw yeah. last year has a whole bunch of mm. X Factor, a whole bunch of it. And even Teddy these days, he's pretty much playing like a 5'8". Yeah, You've got Joey exactly. Manu who, you know, roams in and out of fullback. Yeah. So, yeah, Roos has got such a good team. I think that Sam Walker will really, really, really benefit from having Teddy back. Yeah. Because the way that he plays, he, Kiri he'll... he'll Teddy? Teddy. Teddy. He'll benefit from having both yeah. back. Don't get me wrong, but the, the way that I interpret the way that Sam Walker plays is he'll just, you know, get it on maybe a little bit of a fade line and run mm. outwards and then either throw the dummy or throw it over the top, like, to the winger or something. Yeah. And having Teddy storming down on his outside mm. hip opens up a whole other option. Yeah, you've also got Tupanua there on the right. Yeah. Joey Marnie, you know. Yeah. It's going to be tough it's to just, defend. Yeah, it's if, if you see Sam Walker running that kind of that yeah, fade yeah. line outside, maybe to, you know, his right side and... He's got, yeah, you know, Teddy who's – and whilst, you know, last year it still did happen, but not to the extent, you know, when Teddy comes storming down that right side and he'll just be, you know, one one pass off Walker, he can throw short to Teddy or throw long or dummy. There'll just be a whole other option opened up for yeah. Walker and that'll be that'll be really good for his game and yeah. I think that'll benefit him a lot. Yeah, they're going to be good to watch. They've also got uh, Joseph Suwali, who we named in the outside backs, uh, is back at fullback. they got – Drew Hutchinson, Adam Kieran, and Lachlan Lamb in the half, so good depth there. Yep. Uh, Hooker, they've also got Sam Verrills, Freddie Lussick, and Ben Marshke. They've all, all those players have played first grade, so yep. once again, Roosters is at their best. Yep. Great club, great spine. It's a bit, a bit of uncertainty, a bit, a nine bit of greenness, out of ten. you know. Yep. And 9 out of 10, obviously, is still very good. I don't think we've had a third-place 9 yep. yet, maybe, I don't think. Yeah, no. So that just shows that how good these three spines are, yep. I think. Exactly. Right, right, number four, the Parramatta Eels. With an 8.8 out of 10. Bit of a schmolky. Yeah. Not, not necessarily a schmolky, but, you know, it's they're obviously good. Yeah. So we've got Clint Gutherson, Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, and Reed Marnie. You know, quite a young spine compared to some other teams. But, you know, they've played a couple of years together now. Yeah. And they're starting to come together. You know, Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses. Moses is starting to take that role of the, you know, the dominant player. Brown's sort of that free roam. Gutho, you know, he's such a leader, and Marnie's coming to his own, you know, one of the best hookers in the comp, so... Well, it's just so evenly balanced. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just so... The, just the halves alone is so evenly balanced, and that's what I love about this spine. And then, you know, mine and your thoughts about Gutho, we both like Gutho a lot. Whether he, you know, obviously he's not going to be the, the free-roam game play, uh, the free-roam playmaker that we all love in, like your Turbo and your Teddy and everything like that, but he's got his own play style and that is great the way that he does it and then Marnie with the best kicking game from Hooker in the comp and also just an absolute menace to society in the middle so I just think it's very evenly balanced a little bit uh, different to the way that the three above will work um, in the Roosters, Penrith and Storm the yeah. way that they'll have a more playmaking orientated fullback but you know just just because it's different doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, those teams above have those superstars, but Parramatta just yeah. have that solid, you know, yeah. connection through all their players. Yeah, you know, they're all as good as each other. Um, I will note actually, I've just realised that the Eels, the Roosters, the Penrith, and Storm, who we have in the top four, pretty much they are, their spines are unchanged from previous from last season. Except you, you, Roosters, you could argue, Kiri's there for a bit. Yeah, well, Kiri, if Kiri, Watson doesn't yeah. play, Verrills may. You never know. Maybe not the Roosters, but Eels, uh, Penrith, and Melbourne are the only teams that have have unja- unchanged spines according to where we think players are going to play. So that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. You know, like we said, we're basing it off that sort of thing. You know, the, how many games they've played together, all that sort of stuff. That's very important. So 
Yeah, I just found that. That's pretty interesting, I reckon. No, no, that's good. That's good. That's Only good four start. teams there, or three. Well, yeah, it's just, yeah, just Kiri would be yeah. coming back, and that's. And you know, people always talk about how important it is to have a spine that's played together for a while. Yeah. You know, Luai and um, Cleary, they've played all their juniors together. Look how good they are. Yeah. You know, the Storm system, Munster and all that, you know, it's just, yeah, it's really important. So just take that into consideration when you hear these. Um, at fullback, you've got Sean Russell. Um, so not great depth, but you've got Hayes Perham and Jake Arthur in the halves. And then um, Hooker, you've got, I don't actually have him there, but Mitch Rain and Ray Stone. So yeah, not great depth. Not in but, the halves. Yeah. Not in the halves. Um, I like the hooker depth. Mm. The hooker depth's good. Fullback's not great either. Sean Russell's a good player, but I don't... I don't know who Sean Russell is, he's, I tell you, but... He's only played a game in the wing, and, you know, he didn't like the world on fire, but Hayes Perham can actually play fullback, so I'd have him over him. He's good. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the Eels. Is that the one that had a bit of a crack yeah. last year? Yeah. Yeah. Was it? How many games was it? Did he I play? think he played one yeah. against the Titans. Yeah, he was... I think I remember. He looks really good. Because I remember thinking there's... Yeah, because I was thinking there's Hayes two Hayes. Yeah, yeah. There's two Hayes in one team. Yeah, never heard the name. Yeah, never heard the name <laughs> Hayes in my life, and there's two Hayes in one team. Right, I'll feels enough talk about them. Right, number five, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, also with an eight point eight out of ten. You know, you've got Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, Lachlan Ilias, and Damian Cook. You know, Cook, Walker, and Mitchell, very, very good players. Ilias maybe drops that rating a bit, like yeah. I was saying. The experience time together he's the number seven the player who's you know arguing the most important position in that yep. in the spine area yep. you've got a, a new bloke you know probably 20 years old it's a good spine but with him in there it's going to be you know tough i think well they're just not they just haven't the thing for me if they come in and they were really really hyped on this and said he's the he's the solution yeah like you know, sam walker sort yeah, of if they just come out and they just said he's the solution he's the guy the way that they're kind of talking about it is they're He's coming in, and his first, and the 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 Rabbitohs have a tough draw to start. But he's coming in on probation. Mm. You know they've got Taff, who they're pretty pretty like confident in, and he will he could absolutely pl- replace Ilias. That's kind of the way they're hinting at it. And the fact that they don't have a lot of confidence in him necessarily kind of leads me not to have a lot of confidence in like confidence. Yeah, I do in agree with that saying. Because they haven't really hyped him up, but that may also be, you know, a bit of smoke and mirrors. Don't want to hype him up too much like they did yeah. with Sam Walker, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like... Like too much pressure on him? Yeah, yeah, and I, and I do get that. But like even, not even just from the, like, the Rabbitohs. Though. I haven't just yeah. heard a whole yeah, bunch I mean. about yeah. him. Like, but... He hasn't been like touted as like one of the next, yeah. you know, big things. He's yeah. more just the next Reynolds sort of the fill-in. Well, he's, yeah, he's he's not... He's just a replacement at yeah, the moment. pretty much. He's just a replacement. But, you know, they back him, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, pretty solid spine. You've also got uh, Terrell Callow-Callow at fullback. You've got Blake Taff and Dean Hawkins in the halves and Saliva Havili and Peter Mamazoulis at hooker. Good hooker depth. Yeah, Those great hooker depth. Havili's good and Peter Mamazoulis is apparently pretty good too. Um, you know, Blake Taff, I don't love him, but he's, he's yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, not bad by the... Well, the Rabbitohs, like we said, Damien Cook, Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, some of the great players in the game, but looking at all this, just, it's yeah. tough to, it's a wait and see. And they're still up there, and they're, yeah. they're still tied with They're tied, yeah, tied with the Eels, exactly. So, you so can't... Yeah, the calibre of players definitely puts them up there with the Eels. Yeah. Just maybe, yeah, the halves is just... Yeah. It's, a very, it's a very tough competition up the top of the yeah, table. Exactly. You know? Righto. On to number six, the Manly Seagulls. Point one below the Rabbitohs and the Eels at 8.7 out of 10. You know, when you've got the best player in the world, 
in your spine. Uh, well, definitely huh? got to be out there. Oh, the best player in the world is sitting at number, T. number three, you know, in the, in the Roosters, but <laughs> that's fine. Anyway. You'd be Teddy Lover. Well, look, you know, if Teddy. Tommy, if Tommy, you can come out and do the the same he did, or a little bit, maybe a little bit yeah, worse. I agree. I'll, I'll give it to him, but you know, yeah, at, at the moment it's still Teddy for yeah. me. So you got Tom Trevojevic, obviously. You got the Queensland halfback in DCE. You got Kieran Foran and Lachlan Croker. So you know, like I said, Queensland half and arguably best player in the comp. Um, they're definitely going to be up there. Kieran Foran, you know, it was a bit disappointing last year. Obviously, he's old, but yeah. um. I don't. Know. I just didn't really see Kieran Foran do much last year. Obviously, you don't need to when you got Tom in the team. Yeah. And as yeah. me and Eddie spoke about before, without Tom Trevojevic, they were coming last and one of the worst starts ever. I'm not a manly hater, by the way. I'm just saying, you know, Kieran well, Foran in DC. Say, you got to say yeah, how it is. Kieran yeah, Foran in yeah. DC as the halves, they didn't create much without Tommy. Yeah. So what does that put on Foran's name? Well, you know? DCE DCE still managed. To perform, yeah, DC, yeah, he still performed, and that and that's why for me, for me, the reason they're here is because of DC and Turbo, because hmm. DCA yep, DCA didn't go missing uh, last year, but Foran did, yeah, you know, so Foran Foran but obviously he's getting old, you yeah, know, end of his career, what well, he was a gun, but you know, yeah, it's tough, but and then yeah. Lachlan Croker as well was just a bit of a feeling, you know, that a Manasi yeah. Finu who's had a bit of trouble, he yeah. was he was the next episode Coruscant, so. That's unfortunate for them to lose him. So, you know, they've had to put Croker in there. He's, I don't think he's actually even a hooker. So, I think he's yeah. a half. Yeah. So, you know, still pretty good. You know, DC and Foreign, they played like 10 years ago together in the grand final. So, yeah. they're very experienced, those halves. Yeah. You know, you could argue the most experienced in this entire list. But, you know, Tom Troy to the back. Um, yeah, so it's a pretty good spine. You've also got K.O. Weeks and Tola Tukula at fullback. And then Josh Schuster, who can play um, at six, you know, he could push Kieran Foran out when he comes back from injury. Yeah. Uh, we named him in the forward pack, but at second row, obviously. And Carl Lawton, who could take Josh Schuster's spot. Yeah. Um, can is, um, play hooker. Is Cade Cast still Manly or not? No, nah, he's nah. in um, Super League. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Well, good on him, I guess. But. So, yeah, not bad by the Manly Seagulls, 8.7. Um, 0.1 below the Rabbitohs and Eels. Uh, below them, 0.2 below them, actually. There's Canberra Raiders at number 7, 8.5 out of 10. Yep. You know, all I see here, once again, of the Raiders, just a very balanced, solid yeah. yep. spine, you know. Like I said, their backs and forwards just so solid and, you know, balanced. Um, Ch- Chance, Nickel Klockstad, Jack White, and Jamal Fogarty and Josh Hodgson. What a stop here, mate. Nickel Klockstad. Nickel Klockstad. Nickel Klockstad. Yeah, I said it wrong, yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, it's sorry, okay. Chance, if you're listening. Um, so, yeah, just... Like I said, very solid. Yeah, yep. I think they'll just need they'll need Whiten. They'll need Whiten to step up this um, this year. And it's not that he's you know severely dropped off. He has no no one's talking about him near as much as they were a couple of years ago. They'll need him back at his best this year. And if he can tap into that um, and pair up with Jamal Fogarty, who's just a bit of a free roam playmaker, yeah, it'll be really good in the halves for them because you've got that. You've got that staple in mm. Whiten who will just go in there, get the job done. And then Jamal Fogarty, who will just provide that bit of flair. And then Chance at the back, who I'm high on. I like Chance. And Hodgson, who, you know, he's getting he's getting on, but he's still good. So overall, it's, again, very balanced, as Jimmy said, and just across the board, yeah. not bad by mm. any means. I know you think I have a crush on the Raiders, but 
Well, I just want to say something quickly. You do have a crush on the Raiders. Yeah, I think I you have to own it. I don't. I just, uh, you have to I own just it like, like their players in their team. Okay, so two years ago, obviously, they made the grand final, was it? 2019? Yes. Okay. When they versus, yeah, yeah, because yep. they versus Roosters. They had Nickel Klockstad, Jack Whiten, uh, George... Williams. Williams, yep. And Josh Hodgson in the spine. Yep. Okay. So they've still got three of those players. Last year, Klockstad didn't play. Whiten... Clock start. Didn't play. Yes, it's just Whiten had a very so average nice. year because I think, or most people think, George Williams wasn't there. Now of Jamal Fogarty, I think he, I think he's an underrated signing. I honestly think he is the perfect man for the Raiders, yeah. personally. And Josh Hodgson, last year or the year before, Peter Sterling, I think, was saying he was on par with Cameron Smith. Obviously, that's not true. He said it, not me. So well, that year he had a good year, and you know, if you think about that. I just think they're going to go good this year, in my opinion. But, I don't know, something about the Raiders, like I said. I, I, I don't know why you haven't slid in the DMs yet. I think you should DM <laughs> them and just start talking about how much you love them. But, I mean, I'm with, I'm with you. I am with you, but... I just think when Clockstar wasn't there last year and Whiten had an average season... If I have to correct you one more time... Clockstar, Clockstar last year wasn't there. Whiten didn't have that half. And, yeah, I just think... Yeah, yeah. They're being overlooked. Right, you got Albert yeah, Hobwadi right. uh, from Manly Seagulls. Interesting, he hasn't played yet. I think he's he's getting on. Um, Xavier Savage, obviously, Nanny and outside backs. Could play fullback, which I think is... Demon. Bad by Ricky Stewart if he plays in and moves clocks out of the centres. Anyway, I'm not the coach. Sam Williams, Matt Frawley and Brad Schneider in the halves. Apparently, Brad Schneider's a beast. But you've also got Fawley Williams there. Mm-hmm. And then Starling Hooker, who I really like too. Yep. So, yeah, Canberra Raiders, I've got a crush on them, but maybe they're my second team. I'm backing them this year for a good one. You Number are. eight. You are. The That's Cronulla okay. Sharks, 8.4 out of 10. I like the Sharks this year. That's all I like. So do I. Give me the Sharkies. Will Kennedy, Matt Moylan, reportedly, over Trindle, Nicholas Hines and Blake, Blake Braley in the hooker spot. I so. think it's... The way I would do it, personally, I know this is what you've heard, but the way I would do it is have Braden Trindle in there instead of Moylan. And if you say that that is one of the most grossly underrated spines uh, in the competition for me, personally, and I think we've rated them correctly, but I think people would rate them lower. Will Kennedy is underrated, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think he's really good. Hines is obviously correctly hyped because he's a gun. Uh, Trindle, I think, is a bit underrated as well, and Blake Braley is also underrated. So that, just that being thought, there, I think Moylan yeah. is a little bit overrated personally. I don't really like that Moylan. I used to like that Moylan. I don't like him anymore. But I just think that if they play Trindle, which I think they should, it is an underrated and quality spine. Yeah, I somewhat agree. Like Will Kennedy. I must agree, he's underrated. The year before this, I thought he was one of the worst works in the comp. Yeah. But he's, like last year, you know, I was definitely wrong. He was great last year. Very underrated, like you said. Hines, he is a good player, once again, from the Storm system. Yeah. New spine, new team, new halves pairing. Played fullback last year. Barely played at 5-8, or he's probably going to play halfback. So, you know, I just think it's going to be, although I think the Sharks can go well, I think it, might take a while. Hey, well, you've you know, backed him for man of the match this weekend. So. Yeah, I think you go good this week. Yeah, Matt Morland. Um, you know, if he's back to his best. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll that could that. be very, very good. Him and Hines together. I just think they're one in the yeah. same, Nelly. Matt Moylan, not, not, yeah, as, yeah. Matt Moylan, say, not yeah. as good, not as, very good similar, yeah. as Hines, but they're just one in the same. Yeah. That's why I think they need a bit of a switch up with yeah. Trindle. Yeah, I agree. Trindle's more that leading player, yeah. leading around the park more than Moylan. Like you said, Moylan Hines, very similar. So it'll be interesting. Like I think that'll take a while to gel them too. But yeah. besides that, pretty solid spine. They've also yeah. got, like you said, Brain Trim, Trindle in the halves, Connor Tracy, who've named the outside backs. Lachlan Miller and Luke Metcalf. Uh, they don't have a named fullback on the website, but they've got Cam McInnes who can play hooker. We've named him at lock. Cam McInnes can play fullback then. That's going to be a white. Probably could. You know. <laughs> and Jaden Beryl from, I think he played Wynnum Seagulls, which is a QLD Cup team in the grand final. And he's really good, apparently. You know, he's. I think he got player of the comp or whatever, whatever okay. you call it. Okay, yeah. So, apparently, like... I don't know why the I think Kempy Denon Kemp the man, um, he was saying that the Broncos should have got him, but apparently there's they really overlooked him for some reason. It's weird. Like you yeah, think okay. I, you I think that the best player in the QRD Cup, yeah, the Broncos who have Jake would Turpin be, is decent. Like wouldn't you get him? Yeah. So yeah, Sharks a good pick up there. I reckon um, he could push honestly Blake Braley's spot. I think. Okay. Reportedly. So, so. is that is that is that caliber? apparently is that caliber? Mm. Not that Blake Braley's really Yeah, yeah. Like, I think he's on par Blake Braley, or he could be. I okay. keep saying, it's hard to say Blake Braley. Blake Braley. Honestly. When I was writing this down, I was thinking of Jaden Braley in my head, and I wrote Braden Braley. <laughs> you know, a bit of a mix, Blake and Braden. <laughs> that's worse. Jaden Braden Braley. Oh, no, that's better, because it's got the, the BR. I wrote there. Braden Braley. And Braden like, Braley. That looks wrong. <laughs> Braden Braley. I was like, it's well, yeah, they, they're brothers, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he was at the Sharks as well. So I only heard that, like, didn't you know that? end of last year. They look the same, too. Or similar. I don't know if they look the same. Not the same, but they look... I think... No, they're not twins. No. Definitely not no, twins. No, no, not twins, but they're... But... How old are they? I don't know. No, they're not twins. They can't be twins, surely I looked not. it up later. But I, I only heard that, like, towards the end of last year, that they were brothers. Yeah, no, they're not twins. I don't think. I think he's... Yeah, Bra- Blake is younger. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's that. what they kept and They thought he was better than younger, righto. Uh, number nine. The Brisbane Broncos at an 8.4, tied of the Sharks. Um... I'm, you a know, fan. I'm a fan of the depth that the Broncos yeah, have. Great depth, but you know when you got Adam Reynolds, arguably top three, uh, half in the comp. We saw what he did with the Rabbitohs last year. Obviously, in a, in a better team, but you know he's definitely going to make this Broncos team better. I think that's a fact. Yeah. Uh, you got Tessie New at fullback, Albert Kelly. You know, I've heard news that Billy Walters could take Albert Kelly's spot over Tyson Gamble as well. You know, that's. I don't think any other coach would do that. Besides the dad, yeah. Well, it's it's the same with the eels last year. Yeah, yeah. no, but that was more fill in. You know, looking at the eels. Yeah, they don't yeah, have anyone yeah, else. Yeah, fair, fair, but, but yeah, that's surely they won't go with Billy Walters. Honestly, because Albert Kelly's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's the spine to go with Albert Kelly, Tessie New, Reynolds, and Turpin. Obviously, yeah. they don't have much depth in their hooker. They got Kobe Hetherington, who's apparently going to start at lock. But in the halves, you got Tyson Gamble, like we said, Billy Walters. Corey Pakes and Ezra Mam. Ezra Mam, apparently he's like a young gun and he is incredible, apparently. Like incredible. Right. And he could get a utility spot. So that's a wait Ooh, and see. Okay. Nice. That'll be good to see. Nice. Eventually, anyway. Uh, Jermaine Asako and David Mead, backup fullbacks, and Selwyn Cobbo, who can also play there. So, you Just know, nice and nice depth. Just yeah, good depth. I think... Besides the hooker. Yeah, he's all right. He's solid, but he's not... No, oh, I'm saying depth-wise, yeah. depth-wise. Yeah. So, yeah, the Broncos, pretty good. Obviously, take a while to gel, but I think we've added, you know, there's other three players 
have played together for a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. Adam Reynolds, I think he'll just slot in there and I don't think it'll take as long as like the Sharks will, for example. Oh, well, he's coming in as a captain. Yeah, so. exactly. So, obviously, everyone's just going to follow him. Yeah. But, yeah, it'll be interesting about the six thing. I think they should have Albert Kelly. I think it Tyson Gable should Kelly. be around there somewhere because he's like one of the, you know, grub, not grubby, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he just fires yeah. up yeah. good energy off the bench. Um, he's, a bit, yeah. he's a bit of a bigger dude, isn't he? Yeah, he's a bit solider. Could he play a utility? Well, yeah, he probably, it's out of him or, well, he'd probably start utility, I think, to start because yeah. he could play, probably play hooker. But I think eventually Ezra Mann will come onto the scene yeah. and get a go at you some could point. Put, you could put, as like, you know, a bit of a bigger build and aggressive, that's a center. Yeah. You know, you, you could know, play, play anyway. by, by the sounds of it, you could play twice again. Just like based off centers. his energy, he yeah. needs to be in the team somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, pretty solid by the Broncos. Um, they're going to be good watches here, I reckon. Uh, number 10, the New Zealand Warriors, 0.1 below the Broncos at 8.3. Um, Reese Walsh, Ash Taylor, apparently, Sean Johnson, and Wade Egan. You know, this just this could, could be... Could go either way. Yeah, Rocks exactly. Diamonds. Rocks and that's all based off Ash Taylor. Yep. You know? Well, and Ash Taylor a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Reese Walsh, you know, he's obviously a gun last year, proven in the RL yep. for a very young age. Um, Sean Johnson... He has those injury worries, but, you know, obviously we're not thinking about that. So if he stays injury-free, back to his boyhood club, um, yeah. besides, you know. Well, he was supposed to be one of the next... Yeah, next big thing. One of the next yeah, exactly. greats, you know. So it's it's interesting. that And that'll be good because it just is... For me, it's rock or Exactly. So if he comes back to, you know, what he was touted as, you know, that could be incredible. It's all... It's all... I think for me, I know you've said... Ash Taylor, but for me, it more comes down to SJ. SJ yep. needs to tap into his old yeah. Warriors form. Ash Taylor's just going to have to, you know, SJ's going to give him the license to just be free Yeah. next to a quality half. So, yeah, that'll be good to see if he, you know, Ash Taylor gets back on back on form. Yeah, not you much know. to say, but yeah. Wade Egan, personally, he's, yeah, got, no, a, he's just, got a great moustache. Just does his job. <laughs> got a great mo. That's, that's yeah, yeah, like we're saying. Neither here nor there for, for me on Wade Egan. Yeah. So in the halves, you've got Chanel harris Tavera, and Cody Nkrumah, as we were talking about before. You know, they could push for that nine spot. They're a bit more, you know, energetic. Yeah, for me, it, more should, creative. Be, for me, it should be harris Tavera. I know you've got an out-and-out nine in Wade Egan, but I think harris Tavera deserves a crack. And whether you bring him at, play him at 14, yeah. I'd rather see him on the field than Nikarima. And Nikarima has come out and said that he doesn't want to be chopping and changing positions. He wants a half spot and he wants to stay there. So for me, that just then means that he shouldn't, be playing anywhere but the halves because yeah, obviously he's not keen for that. Yeah, I think Harris Tavita be the one to. So yeah, Harris Harris Tavita should be a fourteen for me. Yeah, you got uh, Dalman Tony Zelezniak, Jesse Arthur's, and Rocco Berry, who we've all named in the outside backs, but they can play fullback. Yep. No, sorry, they are fullbacks on the Warriors um, well, website. Are. Yeah, they are. Okay. But they're obviously all playing in this outside backs because you got Reese Walsh, uh, Hawkeye, you got Teniel Otu Kola, and Tavanga, who we named in the forward pack can play hooker. So yep. just good. Yep. Just strong. It, obviously we're not we're we're not sitting here expecting them we're not sitting here saying they're gonna go really good. We're not sitting here saying they're gonna go really bad. It could go either way. So that's why they're kinda of down a bit lower. But you know they could come out and outperform a couple of teams in front of them or they could come out and turns out they belonged a little bit lower. Yep. At number eleven, your boys, St George Dragons. Eight point three out of ten tied of the New Zealand Warriors, you know Sloan at fullback, Amon at five eight, Hunt at seven, and McCulloch at nine. Very, you know, good balance between depth. I mean, sorry, not depth, experience and youth. Well, the thing, 
thing that I like about the Dragons here is, as you've just said, an experience of youth and uh, experience. But when it comes to the youth, the youth have already played together. So they've already got that link. They've got that juniors link. So it's it's not a matter of them two gelling with the on top of the experience. They've they've got the gel. It's about them listening and taking what they can from the experience in Hunt and McCulloch. And if they can do that, then that'd make a great spine. Um, from I think Bud Sullivan might be injured. So I'm confident that Amon will start and should start for me in the halves. And with yeah, with him and Tyrell Sloan coming up playing like they won the SG ball together. So that that just shows that they're comfortable with each other and then yeah with Benny Hunt being the general and McCulloch also being able to direct the boys around the park I think it's really well balanced and I think it's going to go really well yeah. on that point like you said very well balanced Sloan and Moan like I said in the juniors together I'd argue that Hunt and McCulloch are probably the best seven and nine pairing in terms of experience in the comp as in yeah they're linked yeah, like you know that. they are at the Broncos yeah, together I like that. now at the Dragons them two together mixed with Moan and Sloan together you know, you couldn't pick a perfect, you know, link. Oh, I keep saying things, Jimmy. I'm getting you know, excited. That, when I was looking at this, I talking. saw that. I just saw Hunt and McCulloch together, you know. They've played a lot together. And Amona Sloan play a lot together. They're young. They're old. You know, perfect mixture. If you had to pick a team with youth and experience in the spine, I think that's perfect. So, well done, Dragons. I like it. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, we've also got Moe Sambai so and the Cody Ramsey at fullback. Uh, Harv's got Jaden Sullivan and hooker Josh Maguire. Who can play there? <laughs> Which is one of the one of the most different hookers ever. <laughs> Josh McGuire. Don't tell me how he ever got to be a hooker, oh, but I just can't. I can't do he's that. Actually, he's not bad, but like, how did he ever? I don't know. Don't ask hooker. me. Don't just whatever you do. Don't ask me. You know, usually it's like a lock. Yeah, who comes in plays hooker? Like he's more of like a front row. Like, and you've also got Sullivan, who can play hooker. All right, on to the number. Anything else about the Dragons? You want to add? Great. I think it's great. Are you happy that I gave them a bit of a wrap? I am very happy. I think they should probably be number two, but that's... that's <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Queensland Cowboys, number 12. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I think that's honestly... Is that the highest we've got? 11? 11 what? Like number 11, the Dragons. Like 11th. Because you know how we did outside backs oh, yeah. and fullbacks? Oh, not fullbacks, yeah, forwards. Yeah, I think that's the highest. I think that's the highest. Yep. Nice Dragons. So... Watch out for them. Watch out for the spine uh, this year, all right? Righto. Number 12, North Queensland Cowboys, 8.2 out of 10, 0.1 below the Dragons, and also tired of the team below them. Okay, they've got Hemiso, Tabu Ifido, reportedly playing fullback. Scott Drinkwater and Townsend in the halves, if not Tom Dearden, and Reese Robertson at hooker. You know, Tabu Ifido could light up the world at fullback. We don't know. Yeah. He's a wait and see, but he's very good. Scott Drinkwater, you know, I think he's a bit underrated. I think yeah. in a better team. Oh, oh yeah, I'll give you. I'll pay that from the storm. I I'll think pay in a better that. team, he could be a gun, but he still is. Uh, Chad Townsend, I'm not a massive fan of. Oh on. no, he's well. I past. never have been. He's, he's well getting past on. It. Shit hair too. Yeah, I mean he'll lead the boys around, but I don't think he's going to add like yeah a, a bit of experience. But you know, yeah. Well, yeah, I just want to make sure Tom Forbes hears me. He's got a, he's got a bad haircut. Yeah, awful haircut. Chad Worst Townsend haircut has a bad haircut. Uh, it looks like it's, it looks like it was drawn on with a permanent marker. It's a cartoon haircut. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> right, uh, Reese Robson at nine. He's very solid. I like Reese Robson. Yep. I think Eel should have signed him rather than um, old mate from the Raiders, Hodgson. But anyway. Yep. Um, they've also got Holmes, who can play at fullback, but he's apparently going to play centre. 
Uh, in the halves, you got Ben Hampton, Tom Dearden, like I said, but Dejan Assey as well, who probably played 14. He's pretty good when he played at six last year. Very mm. creative. Um, he named in the outside backs mm. last week. Yep. And a hooker, you got Jake Granville, who I'm not sure if he's going to get a run. Because I think he might get 14, but I think Dejan Assey, depending where Granville can play. like Yeah, I don't, a, I don't One think. of the weirdest things I saw was when he came and fo- played fullback last year. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. think I watched that game. I was doing something. I looked on the app and I saw Jake Greenville at fullback, and I'm yeah. like, "This has got to be wrong." Yeah, it's, like, it's got to be a myth. I've never heard him play no, fullback, but no. apparently he did. So he was actually not bad, dude. Anyway, um, Ruben Cotter as well, who can play hooker. Um, it'll be interesting to see who takes the minutes off Robson at hooker. Like, will Cotter move down to hooker eventually throughout the game, or Granville? I'd probably be Granville. Well, but, I mean, it could just yeah. Like, like he I mean, brings that experience. If if Cotter's starting thirteen, then I don't know if either of them eighty minute players. So that would then mean that Granville may have to come on. Yep. So that is the Cowboys. Um, on to number thirteen. Tired of the Cowboys at eight point two out of ten. The Newcastle Knights. You know, one of the most talked about spines in the off season. You could say. You not, know, not for the, good reasons too. Yep. So we've got Caelan Pong at fullback. Obviously a beast, but in the halves, Jake Clifton, Adam Clune. Um, who, you know, have been talked about a lot. And Jaden Bradley at nine, once again, this is based off their best um, sort yeah, of spine. So and he's injured for like half yeah, the he's season. He's in for half the season, but you've got Chris Randall in the backup hooker. Um, so, yeah, this one's interesting. Clifford and Clune, you know, very... It's just not there. You know, it's just not there. Clune, Clune was the first drop at the Dragons. He wasn't playing over Norman or... Yeah. Ben Hunt, um, and that just, you know... It's just a very structured, yeah, like, yeah. doesn't really do anything else but, you know, sort the team, which is sort of what the Knights need, I guess, but... Well, Cl- Clifford, and moving on to Clifford, Clifford just takes touches away. For mm. me, personally... Good kicking game. Great kicking game, absolutely. He's got a rocket rocket of a boot, yeah. but just, he just, on that, on that, when Pong is trying to, you know, towards the end of the tackle count, he's trying to thrive and make something happen i feel like clifford is always not necessarily in the way but he's just not yeah. not playing to the way that sort of trying like to, to sort of trying to lead the team yeah while also trying to you know let pong do what he, it's sort of i don't know it's really well, i hard. think for me clifford just needs to take a bit of a step back yeah and let let toward especially towards the end of the tackle mm. count he needs to take a bit of a step back and you know if it's if it's fifth tackle and pong has had a crack or something make sure give it to clifford and let him try something but the first option for the the playmaking should be through Ponga. Yeah. If it's on like the fourth, it has to. if it's on like the fourth tackle, it shouldn't be Clifford first receiver. He sees Ponga doesn't like it, so he throws a dummy mm. and pops an inside ball. It should be Ponga's out the back. Give it to Ponga. Yeah. Hopefully throughout the off season they've worked that combination between Ponga and Clifford because I think that it needs a lot of work based yeah. off last year. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how Clune goes. You know, um, Braley obviously he's a good player. Um, but he, unfortunately, is injured for a bit. So 8.2 out of 10, not bad. Yep. Not the best. Obviously, those halves definitely drop the rating. Absolutely. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see anyway. Um, at fullback, you've also got Tex Hoy and Bailey Hodgson in the halves. You've got Kurt Mann, Phoenix Crossland, who are both reportedly being trained as locks, which is interesting. And Simi Sasagi, who's actually pretty decent, apparently. And yep. at hooky, you've also got Chris Randall, who's starting the season, who... He's a good player, I reckon. I like him. Yeah, well... Very yeah. good tackler. Yep. Um, anyway, that's the Knights. On to the West Tigers. 0.1 below the Knights. 8.1 out of 10. Number 14. you got Dane Laurie. 
Jackson Hastings, Luke Brooks, and Jacob Little. You know, Dane Laurie had a very good rookie. It was a rookie last year, wasn't it? Or the year before? I think it was last yeah, year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, so he went well last year. Jackson Hastings back in the NRL. You know, he was one of the, you know, he was touted as one of the good young guns coming through, and then he had yep. a lot of issues, a lot yep. of stuff happening. So hopefully he's back to his best. If he is, I think he'll have a good combination of, you know, the bloke Luke Brooks in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob Little, who's just, you know, okay. Yeah, not the best, not the worst. Yeah. So, you know, while it's not the um, worst spine ever, um, you got good signs there. I think you know Laurie. Yeah, yeah. Can lot got a bit of a spark. I don't know. Do you know games. how long Hastings is on contract for? No, nah, but you know, if he goes well, he might even take Dewey spot. So. Yeah, yeah. It'll be hard to change after ten rounds. That's a big. That's a a big thing. But we did include Dewey in the outside yep. backs. But he is there as well. And that is why, for me, that's why they're one jump above the two teams below yeah. them. Yeah, it's not great, but I think it's decently balanced, I'd say. Yeah. It's balanced. It's yeah. not great, like, great but... Uh, they've also, yeah, like I said, Adam Dewey, who can play fullback in, in the halves. Um, Stafford Toa, who they've signed from the Knights. And they've also got Jock Madden in the halves and a hooker, Jake Simkin, who, you know, could push for that spot over Jake yeah. Little. Yeah, who's, Sim- he's probably Simkin's a bit of, good. better player, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, that's the West Tigers. Um, point one below the Tigers is the Canterbury Bulldogs. At number 15, eight, 8 out of 10. Oh, the Once again, we don't hate the Bulldogs, don't hate any team. It's just... It's I think competition, I think their off-season has been a bit overhyped. I think next yeah. year's their, the year where we can sort of yeah. put them in contention. Obviously, we could be wrong. They could come 8th, but I can't see it from happening. You've got Matt Dufty, Matt Burton, Avery Lowe, Jeremy Marshall King. You know, obviously, Matt Burton's there. Similar to Hines. He didn't play much six last year. Played a couple games. He was a, yeah, a couple games, but he's a beast at centre. But he was next to Luai yep. in the Pen- Penrith team. Um, you know, he's with a new half who isn't a halfback, Jake Avrilo. Yeah. I'd rather him, personally, I think he's a better fullback or a centre. Well, they're both better centres. Exactly. That's so, <laughs> Matt Dufty, who, on his day, pretty good player. Um, you probably got more to say about him. Oh, uh, yeah, he... And obviously, this is a bit of bias. I'm not going to deny that, but I'm one of the people who actually, you know, watches all the Dragons games. And a lot of people are quick to dismiss Dufty, but if you actually watch what he does for a team outside backs-wise and setting up-wise, he's actually quite good. Obviously, he's more of a speed bump than a tackler when it comes to defense. He just slows people down because he can't really tackle. And he's not obviously one of the bigger guys, so he can get ragdolled. But attacking-wise, he will do a lot for the dogs this year um, for outside backs, throwing yep. the ball to Adokar and throwing the ball to Naden. I just feel like he'll be doing more, more, obviously not to the scale, but more like what Ponga does for the Knights. Yeah, Like, I, like darting, darting down yeah, the, I agree with that. the outside I think... and throwing the cut out or something. Obviously not to the success that Ponga will have, but I think that he'll play a big role. And I think he's quite good on his day. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll be that attacking outlet for the team. Yeah. You know, although you got Burton there, I can't see him just, you know, running through every team and yeah. scoring. You know, I think Duffy's yeah. the man, the man there at the moment. Um, but you know, he at points he was the man at the Dragons as well. But you know, he's at a maybe a lesser team now. So yeah. I think he, yeah, like you said, he was definitely going to be, you know, the attacking player for them. Um, I just think Burton and Avrilo both. First f- proper four seasons in the halves. Yeah. And they're both new together. So, Would you play Flanagan over Avrilo? 
I think Flanagan's probably a better fit, but Avrilo, like Avrilo, is I don't think he's a halfback. If I had to play him at yeah. halves, I'd play him at five eight. Yeah. So I think there's two five eights here that have not really played. Obviously, haven't played NRL at five eight for a full season yet, and they're both like new sort of in a way. Like they haven't been on the scene for a while. They're only not really experienced. So yeah. I think Flanagan has had sort of three years experience in the halves. At the Roosters, at the Sharks, yeah. a couple of games. I think yeah. Yeah. he's probably better for that seven role. I think Avril has to be in the team somewhere. I don't know where, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think while the players Bulldogs have signed, I think the team is just not going to gel as yeah. well as people think. Yeah, especially the halves. Anyway, you got Jeremy Marshall, King of Hooker, who's you know he's okay. Fullback, you got Corey Allen in the halves. Like we said, Cole Flanagan and Bailey Boyondo Odo, who's pretty good, and then Hooker. Josh Cook, who was from the Rabbitohs, and is Damien Cook's understudy, but they're not even related. Not even related I at all. I thought for sure they were like two hookers from the Rabbitohs yeah. named Cook. Named Cook. You who know? had a relatively yeah. pretty tight bond, yeah. like it's, Cook, it's, Cook taking him under the wing. It's really weird on that sort of stuff, like at the Storm as well. You know, Cameron Smith leaves. Who's the next hooker? Brendan Smith. Brendan Smith. And obviously, it's really weird saying that sort of stuff. Like, Obviously, like, yeah. both different because Smith is... From New Zealand, but yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah, it's just weird to say that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you got Jackson to Pine, who can also play there. Um, and at last spot, the Gold Coast Titans, tied, tied, tied of the Bulldogs. Sorry, this one was tough. You know, you've obviously got Jane Campbell. You know, one of the best youngsters coming through. AJ Brimson. You know, very solid player, very very solid player. But he's in a new position this year. Um, Toby Sexton, nineteen years old at halfback, and Aaron Clark, who isn't. You know, I don't know if he's actually a hooker, but... Well, he is. Some, yeah, he is a hooker. But, he is a hooker, you know, but... He hasn't was, really had a full proper season at hooker. He was let go. The The thing that I heard is that he was let go from the Warriors who don't really have... No. Was it Warriors? Uh, I'm not sure. Might be. Well, the, the team... Anyway, he was let go from a club. Yeah, he was let go from a club who was kind of searching for a new hooker. Mm. And he was let go as a hooker. So yeah. that's the thing I've heard against him. I don't really know much about him, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so that's that's just from what I've heard. Yeah. So while they've got you, know, obviously Jane Campbell and AJ Brimson, who are both guns. It's just green. It's just very green. Very I think Jade and Campbell's played five games in first grade. AJ Brimson, maybe his first season in the halves since you know back in his you know under 18s. I'm not sure, but he hasn't played there in like four yeah, or three he's, years. He's had games, games. On that, he's paired with a halfback who's 19 years old, supposed supposed to lead this team around. Um, who doesn't seem like he's going to set the world alight like Sam Walker or, or yeah. you know those sort of plays. He seems just pretty solid. And Aaron Clark, who you know hasn't really played much hooker at all. Yeah. So yeah. I just think there's the experience and time together as a group is just sort of working against lacking. Them. Yeah, it just works against them that they haven't not only played together yeah. for a long time, but played in their and respective like positions for a long time. Yeah, it's still in, a good at spine. The, at the highest level. Mm. It it's is. It's still a good spine, but we have to have someone last. And yeah. we just think that as a group, they're just, you know, not the greatest out of the rest. You know, probably the least experienced. It's just going to be tough to see them against these other teams, these other yeah. spines, yeah. if you know I what I mean. I agree. Uh, you've also got Will Smith at fullback, Paul Turner and Tanner Boyd in the halves, and Aaron Booth at hooker, who... You know, people thought he was going to play hooker, but we'll wait and see on that um, from could the storm. Know, yeah, could force him out. Yeah, so, yeah, that'll be interesting. Anyway, 
That is the spines ratings, and that is a true blue rankings done. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Once again, sorry if we roasted your team. Nice little segment though, isn't it? Just our opinions. Good. Yeah. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Together. Righto. Finally, we have combined, like I said, all the ratings from each uh, three sections of the team, and we have got an overall rating. So this true blue overall squad rankings. Yep. For 2022. So it's not what we think. We think they're going to come on the ladder. It's It's their squad. Yeah, purely based on the score they it's have. The, it's the numbers that we had. Yep. We didn't. We didn't change it today. We didn't just give them an overall yep, rating. Exactly. We took the numbers that we got and we did a calculation. Going through the calculations, it's not. So it's just yeah, it's pure not, maths. It's not taking in like you know how much more important the spine is or the forwards are to the outside backs. We're not. There's no ratio or anything yep. there. It's just combined. Yep. Righto. No surprise here. Number one, the Sydney Roosters. Yep. Incredible team. You know how they under the cap that sort of stuff. Yep. Nine point two. Um, the Storm. At number two, at a nine point one. Yep. Penrith at number three, at a nine. Eels, number four, eight point seven. So 0.3 below the Penrith. Um, Rabbitohs. Very, very fair so far, I think. Yep. Very fair, I reckon. Uh, five, six, seven, and eight. The Rabbitohs, Sharks, Raiders, and Broncos are all on an eight point six. All even. Manly, point one below at eight point five. That was that was, that was, that one was the tough. Most, the sketchiest yeah. one that we had, but. You know, you know, once again, I'll say it, Tommy yep. Turbo, when he wasn't there, yep. they were coming last. Yep. So, And the, the DC and Turbo, probably their two best players, are both yep. in the spine. Yeah, exactly. So that didn't So while their spine and their forwards are pretty good, you know, like I said, the backs may be lacking a bit. Yep. Anyway, 8.5 for Manly at number nine. Um, at an 8.3, there are one, two, three teams. Number 10, the Titans, 11 Knights, and 12 Warriors. Um, and then point one below them is the Dragons at 8.2 at 13th. At 14th, point one below them is the Tigers, 8.1. Mm-hmm. Uh, also tied as the Bulldogs and Cowboys, sorry, at 8.1 as well. So Tigers, Bulldogs, Cowboys, all 8.1. It's crazy to think that the Bulldogs have one of the busiest off-seasons exactly. and they're still That's tied I mean. last. So like, I don't think we've done them harshly either. No. And obviously there's players to come next year, kick out and Barney. Yeah, exactly. So That's that, definitely going to boost. And that'll boost. But it's just funny, like... Yeah, I think they're getting a bit overhyped. We could be wrong. Yeah. They could go off and yeah. we're the worst analysts ever. Yep. But anyway, that is it for the True Blue rankings. Uh, once again, hope you enjoyed that. Um, that so was fun. Again, it, yeah, was fun. It, was it was fun. It was hard. It was really, yeah, it was really hard. Really hard. But, Funnily enough, I found, I found the spines the easiest. Whilst it was still very difficult. Yeah. The tops, the top like teams are pretty easy to separate, but the yeah. bottoms are sort of tough. The forwards was the hardest yeah. for me by far. Yeah. That, was that was so tough. tough. So many good forward packs. So many good packs. Anyway, that is the... 10th episode technically of the true blue sport so thanks for listening make sure you follow the instagram and like the facebook as well uh they're both at true blue at true blue dot sport for instagram true blue sport on facebook make sure you follow the podcast turn on the notifications all that stuff like usual send for your listener questions also make sure you rate the podcast get on spotify and click the little three dots and click rate podcast i don't care you can give us a one if you don't like it be honest don't do that please Uh, yeah, it'd be good to see a little rating next to our name just to, yeah. you know. Well, the thing that I want, get on the TikTok. Yeah, and the TikTok, sorry. You know, we're being, we're being I actually made one. Yeah. I know you're, you're, Eddie made, if you're, you're on there, Eddie made a Tedesco TikTok. You're the, the editor. Uh, well, yeah, it was, like the, it was like the Origin Game 3, 2019. Oh, I think it's pretty good for your yeah, first crack. Yeah, it's good. Great for but, your first crack. You know, Jimmy, Jimmy's Eddie killing it on the TikTok and they're just not getting the love that they deserve so go yep. jump on those because yep. you actually will enjoy yourself watching them i promise yep make sure you do that lovely ladies and gentlemen as always here's jimmy i'm eddie you know together we make true blue we love doing it 
Most importantly, though, have a fantastic day, please, and thank you for listening.